13 year old law entrepreneurs talking about, hey, I'm in monk mode. We got to interview like these five big names in the industry. There's security, there's all this 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 hype around him even before you meet him, then when you meet him. 52% of high school students believe they're gonna be a millionaire by 25. <laughs> the boys are back. Oh, not this again, bro. Uh, the boys are back. This is the first episode since the pod has dropped. This is the first live episode. The previous five were pre-recorded. So we filmed the first one. And then we went on a four guest run interviewing some of the brightest mind minds of our generation. I, I personally did not know what I was getting myself into. I mean, it's like we just sit down at your house, have a little conversation. Like we might drop this, we might not. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're on a plane, we're on a we're on a t- multiple city tour of the U.S. interviewing, like you said, some of the top minds, some of the brightest, know, greatest so minds. I had a blast. It was it was fun. <laughs> but let's get into that. So we filmed episode one. Uh-huh. Then we we didn't even watch it back, right? We just booked some random guests, not random, but we started reaching out. A few people agreed to come on, and we all scheduled we scheduled all of them in the same week, which was a. Bit it wasn't of- even our fault though. Like we we did reach out to a bunch of guests and uh, kind of to start things off. Um, I don't mean to say this, but I kind of underestimated you a little bit. I didn't think all of them would agree <laughs> to come on right away in the first week. It was like, hey, let's reach out. Yeah. You know, we had my friend Iman on the pod. Mm, your boy. Um, and in the first episode, I was like, hey, that's my dream guest. I want to mm-hmm. talk to this guy. Um, and we reached out to all them, all these guys. And we yeah, that got wasn't in. that wasn't planned. Like you didn't just yeah, say that's no, your dream. No. Yeah, we, we knew nothing about. Yeah, that. we that didn't know after. who we're going to have on. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, huge shout out to the guys, because honestly, like they didn't know what they were getting into and to just hop on to believe in us, to believe in nonchalant like that's Yeah, we really appreciate them. But let's get into it. So we first first flight out of Sacramento was to Iman. LA. We take a flight to LA. Um, let, let's get into that. How yeah. how did you guys? Any takeaways? How's the Iman experience? Bro, it was fun. <laughs> you, no, you said you said you didn't enjoy the week, but like me personally, that, that was no. Uh, we like, didn't say we didn't enjoy the week. Yeah, it, it was just it was a lot. Was a and lot. I, didn't, I, I think we weren't so. prepared, but it was actually yeah, really yeah, yeah. fun. Okay, if, if you could do it again, what would you do differently, or like how would you prepare? I think. Uh, well, I think it's just you got to have reps in. Like with Iman, I think yeah. we went into it. The big thing we were thinking was let it. This is what we heard like online. Let the guest speak. Don't interrupt him. Yeah. And so when we went in there, we were just mad submissive, <laughs> bro. Like we were just yes, Iman, yes, Iman. Yeah, yeah no banter, no nothing. Yeah, just no ask banter. a question. It was more of an interview rather than a podcast. Yeah, and that's again, that's our fault. That's yeah. not really on Iman. Like yeah. I think we kind of fumbled that one. Yeah, it and was no, it was good though. Like. It wasn't bad or anything. People liked it, but I think uh, the biggest thing is like after the next couple of episodes, you know, we have the first one, there's feedback, people are commenting. The next one, the same thing. Third one, same thing. Fourth one, same thing. So like, keep in mind, guys, we didn't have any feedback. That's the thing, yeah. We recorded the Iman episode. We flew out like the next morning, next city, recorded another one, packed up, dinner, flew out, next city. We just backed everything up, didn't see any of the footage. I think that's the big thing. If we knew like how we're coming across, what mistakes we're making, it would be a completely different story. But we do Iman. What are, what are you guys' big takeaways from Iman? Like, what is, what's something? Because I feel like it's easy to say, oh, we met Iman. That was a cool experience. We learned so much. But, like, what's actually something that you took away from it? College. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. I mean, with, with Iman, it was like, it was very, when you come in, it's, there's security. There's all this, this, this hype around him even before you meet him. And then when you meet him, it really is like that. He has a he has a solid crew. He has security. Like it's very organized. He's on calls and very tight schedule. <laughs> busy. Um, but like when you actually get to talking to him, he's the same as he is on camera. But he's also very like genuine. Like when you talk to him, it's like your boys, even though he doesn't know me at all. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. I think to me, the big thing was like the fact that he had those guys. Like he had a really solid team. And mm-hmm. I really like it's one thing when you think outsourcing work. It's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to get someone on Fiverr to do something. But it's another thing to actually bring someone on that's more capable mm-hmm. and smarter than you in a certain field At to least. grow your business, yeah. you know? And I feel like he does that. Like, he has content guys. Like, he has CEOs, like, chief, uh, like, C-suite positions that other people hold, which I think is really powerful. It's not just, like, you know, because when I think outsourcing, oftentimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to hire somebody. <laughs> the Fiverr method. <laughs> the Fiverr method, yeah. $4 an hour method. But <laughs> So I thought that was really dope. No, his team was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. All the guys around them were, were solid. Like, they're just willing to help, you know, help us set up the cameras and whatnot. No, they, they pulled through, set everything up. Like, we came yeah. pretty unprepared yeah. equipment-wise. Yeah, and they- that's a thing. I mean, when we booked this whole trip, it was, like, 
on a Friday night, we're like, hey, re let's reach out. And Monday we have him on. It was really yeah. quick. We didn't have time. We barely got like, equipment in time, you know? That's true. We had to, we, we <laughs> went around Best Buy buying cameras, like yeah. different Best Buys to have the equipment so in time. I think we did our best with what with the amount of time mm -hmm. we had, but I wish we were more prepared. That's the biggest takeaway, I guess. Yeah. But just with that experience with Iman, it was like really solid, really solid conversation, even though it was more just us listening. Um, <laughs> yes, especially Iman. me. Yes, Iman. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, it would have been a lot more fun and a lot more interesting if we were like pressed them on certain issues and went like deeper than surface level. It, I have to say it was a little bit difficult to do that with him. And I think even some of the comments that I read since uh, people are saying that the way we did it was already so much more than the other podcasts. Mm. Like they're like, hey, I'm, I like how you guys press them a little bit on certain issues because he's very I don't know if he's media trained, but it feels like he is. His I was answers about to say are that. very, very good and like just the same. I feel like we did good on the Luke podcast, though. I'm like, I'm kind of proud of us, bro. I'm yeah, I, but let, let's go in order. So we go, we we fly into LA. Next day, we take a plane to Scottsdale, Arizona, mm -hmm. and we have uh, we prepare a little bit the night before, but we have yeah. Sebastian in the morning. So, what were your guys' takeaways from Sebastian? Yeah, Sebastian, oh, yeah. he was a he was a cool, he was like one of the boys. Yeah, I feel uh, like I we really got along. So, He's yeah. very grounded. <clears throat> I knocked down the light. Oh. That, was, that was funny. Yeah. That Bro was comes really in funny. the studio, <coughs> breaks a light, bends it out of shape, breaks ten nah. bands worth of equipment. Nah, it, it was all good though. It, uh, it's cool. It's coming it. out of your share, but yeah, no. But I, I he kind of reminds me of you a little bit. Mm. Um, like you guys are very just like chill, low key, mm -hmm. and again, not to knock the security thing, but like no security. So <laughs> don't run up on him. But he doesn't really walk around with security. It's not all that, you know. It's just more like yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing that I learned. And I agree with that. He was very down to earth. But one thing that I think has really propelled him was the partnerships he's gotten into. Mm -hmm. Like he's really good about saying yes to certain things. Like he said yes to certain partnerships that made him a lot of money. And that's something I think that I lack. Like I, I thought about this before hopping on. Like what did I learn from Sebastian? And I think I have an issue that's pretty deep rooted. Like I did some crazy thinking. But mm. I have. Can, wait, can, uh, you, can you get into that? Like, what, what kind of thinking did you do? <laughs> so I, I got to thinking, like, like why journal? am I so anti? Like, I'm so reserved. I'm very not trusting. Like, somebody comes out with me yeah. uh, with a par uh, with a partnership offer, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. But Sebastian wouldn't do that, and I thought about why, and I think it stems from my grandma. Uh. <laughs> my grandma, she she's a very powerful woman. Uh, she she was in prison back in the Soviet Union for. Christianity, right? They were persecuting Christians. And so after that experience, I think she learned to really not trust people like after prison. And so growing up, that's something she instilled into me. Like she would randomly be like, don't trust your friends, Vlad. Don't <laughs> like, it, it sounds a little toxic of a mindset. Yeah. Uh, but same with, same with my parents. Like when we moved to the US as an immigrant family, we're very reserved. Like it's us versus them. Like you can't be trusting people. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know hundred percent. And it's yeah. not like, just like not to knock your grandma. I'm sure she's a very strong woman, but I think we all kind of have that. Like our parents, same thing. And our grandparents, just because when you grow up in the Soviet union and yeah. persecution and the and communism, like you don't trust the government, you don't trust anybody unless they're like in family. your family, yeah. just family. So it's very, very close knit family. And anybody, anything outside of that has to go to like a vetting process and, you know, I and I think that's uh, like, I'm very thankful for that because growing up and making money at a very, very early age, like I'm sure that protected me from a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I think that was very beneficial, but I think I'm at a point now where I kind of need to let go like that, though, that mindset isn't really serving me anymore, you know? So that's yeah. something I learned from Seb because like some of the things he got into, you know, um, like was from saying yes to the right things. Yeah, and Seb and Seb, right? Seb and Seb, part, and right? like the partnerships he, yeah. And I learned about the power of affiliate marketing. Like, bro, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's See, like I, we, we, me personally, I knew nothing about that because mm -hmm. I'm not in that space. But just hearing about it, like, even though I have nothing to do with it, was super cool. And I guess you guys missed out on a massive bag. You, yeah, you especially. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> what about you, TJ? What I learned from Seb? Yeah. The college thing. Uh, he told me. He well, he asked me like, "What do you want, bro?" Like, what do you really want? And then you realize, like, you never really think about that. Like, what do you really want? You know, you might want money, but then you actually want freedom or you mm -hmm. want like you want love or you want or you actually want money. But that just kind of taught me to like think a little bit. Yeah, that was is, a good I like the way he yeah. said that on that podcast. Yeah. Like, what do you actually want? That's something you should sit down and yeah, think and about. And that's not yeah. just regarding to college. That's with everything. And that's kind of one of the biggest things I learned from all of the guests. And so yeah. far, all, six episodes in um, is 
just be more like just ponder more just be in, mm, sometimes we're yeah. just so busy so active like exactly. hey this city that city and even before the podcast like work 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 this you don't that. think big picture you don't think you don't sit back and like okay why am i doing this yeah. and just mm-hmm. constantly that's, what, that's i think right. that's why people journal right mm. but um just learning from people even though like i don't agree with every single thing that has been said on this <laughs> podcast so far and we probably might get into yeah, it but of course um it's just getting all these perspectives and i think luke said that too is like you we'll get into Luke. We'll get <laughs> we'll into get Luke, into- but you don't have to like listen to every single thing. Yeah. It's just more get all these data sets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro's a glitch. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, but, we'll talk okay. about the NPC thing. Yeah, but. so we're where we we're in Scottsdale right now, right? So we finished with Seb, great guy. Like I I'd call him a friend after that. Like it was a it was a great experience. He took us out to dinner with some of his yeah, boys. Scottsdale was Scottsdale sick. is sick. It's yeah, nice. out, like that's a potential it's place a, I would move to. Spot. It's a very clean city very nice but this is where after this it kind of started getting like we're already a few days into the trip lots of travel this is where it starts getting a little nightmarish at least for me personally because yeah, yeah. we hop on a flight to miami miami, miami. On, miami. The way there, <laughs> on the way there i'm like okay we got to book a place to say we're, we're flying out in the morning we have jordan welch in the evening so i'm mm-hmm. thinking there's a ton of condos we could uh airbnb but the, uh, my thought process was the check-in process might take a while and we might not make it to Jordan. And I want to be on time out of respect. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to book a house out just outside of the city, outside of Brickell. Because it's like, it's still close to the city, so I'm sure it'll be fine. So I booked the house on the flight over there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we pull up. Uh, at this point, we're like, bro, we got through the airport. We so much rentals. We finally get to the house. Nightmare B&B. And this is Thursday Night- already. This is yeah, this Monday is through deep. Thursday. We're already deep. We walk in and it's just the most insane moldy smell. Like it was a genuine yeah. health concern, bro. It was like, bro. I was hoping to like sit down for a second, like relax after all this travel. And you walk in and just get hit with like this black mold, bro. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. You got pictures? I, oh, yeah, I do have some. I will throw up some. <laughs> bro. You, 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 get, you, you complained a little bit uh, well, on, on Airbnb. Here's huh? a, I, I, this is where like I have a moral dilemma. I never want to write a bad review about somebody. So I didn't, even though like we risked our health with this black mold Airbnb, I still didn't write a bad review, but I thought it was a genuine health concern. So yep. I reached out and like, hey, brother, like you might want to yeah, look yeah. into this. No, because yeah. it, it was a really old house yeah. and it had a really janky remodel. And yeah. like, they, I feel like they just sprayed over mold and stuff because yeah. it was pretty bad. And the furniture too, it had that like staging, nah. tiny, like the couch nah. you can't really sit on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bed, your, like feet are, your feet are hanging <laughs> off the side of the bed. Uh, I, I gotta, Is it cool I got, if I pull up those photos? I got a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> The bunk yeah. bed <laughs> and, and the the heartbreaking part was like i probably paid more because it was a house than those condos but i thought it, you were trying to save money or something it wasn't bro. that's the thing bro we got taxed so anyways we pull up to the airbnb get hit with a mold so now we're like even more dead even more tired we have we get all the equipment like repack head over to jordan like at and we have point, no time to yeah. book another airbnb there's like next morning we have luke yeah tonight we have and jordan. we're so beat at this point <laughs> and so we finally pull up to jordan and i mean dude god bless jordan he like he came in with like the most insane high energy like he carried yeah. and i think we were able to slightly match it. i think we were still kind of like a little lagged but because of his high energy he really pulled through with the pod and jordan was a great guy like that was that was one of my favorite ones yeah, yeah that was nah. a, such was, a solid he was, pod. He was he's cool. a big beamer guy just like yeah. just like oh, us all yeah. of us you know we, we all had the beamers M2. and i felt like we really connected with jordan like yeah. it was really good a really good vibe on the pod but yeah. what did you learn what did I learn? I mean, for him, he the bounce back kind of because I, I, he, I don't know if he talked about it on the pod or off, but mm-hmm. the he kind of went into debt, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, and then came back and strong. So like the perseverance, you know, just mm. making it happen. I think that's a big one. I actually put down the same thing. I put down persistence because mm-hmm. it was it really hit me when he said something about like when a video underperforms, there's always next one, and you could really see when you meet him, like he's really like that. Like he won't overthink on the negatives he'll just keep going at it like i love how persistent he is and the other thing is i love how because i think he doesn't like negatively have this overthinking like he just has fun with what he does bro i said this on the pod he's an artist like the way he looks at things is not some people including you are a little bit more analytical it's like oh this is the analytics this is the algorithm Mm -hmm. i'm sure he digs into that more but when he's talking about it He's not passionate about the numbers. He's passionate about what he's putting out. And like that, that seemed pretty genuine. It was, it wasn't like just the front. Dude, like, his mindset got me hyped on YouTube. I kind of want to drop like a dropship <laughs> challenge. Let's go. <laughs> dropship challenge. Jordan saved Ooh. the channel. Jordan saved the channel. 
yeah. No, that was that was a really dope one. Yeah, like, but I it hope, was like yeah, it was like 10 p.m. Yeah, I would right? love to have him back on when we're like sharp. I, yeah, I'd love to have all these guests back yeah. on down the line. Yeah, for sure. TJ, you're up. <laughs> About what I learned from Jordan. Jordan Welch, or like, what was your biggest Honestly, takeaway? I, I just had, I, I gained a new respect for Jordan. Mm. But if it's what I learned, I gotta go back to the college thing again. This might not apply to you guys because you guys are older, but for me personally, and for a lot of viewers out there, <laughs> not that old, that are like, bro, that are like 17, 16 years old, um, bro. If you if you go all in on one thing for like the next four or five years, and if you fail, you lose everything, bro. Like you're you're chilling. Like, you're I mean, still young. If you, if you're if you're privileged enough, you know, like you still have food, you still have you know loving parents, you still have a house, like you're chilling, even if you fail. So. That's, I actually really liked his that's, college that's perspective, too. That's one thing I, too. I learned, you know? Like, if, if I lose everything, I just said like, by the way. I got to stop, stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. But but even, yeah. I think it was Iman that said that. It was like, yeah. there's people, like, in my position, like, you're married, you have a house. Exactly. There's bills. Like, it's you not as responsibilities. easy. Responsibilities. Like, just dropping everything and starting a business, like, quitting whatever you're doing is, you can't really do that. So, yes, while you're young, you really need to Literally, pursue that. I can fail, lose everything. Yeah, you can still go back can, to mama's house. The, and, the quote The quote that he said was, you could always go back. That's easy. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that that really stuck with me too. Yeah, like you, you should take some risk and yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the college anyway. <laughs> Jordan, great guy. Uh, after that, we head home to the to musty, our beautiful home <laughs> to the must Airbnb. And it, at this point, it's like 12, 1 a.m. Yeah. And even though it's so late and we're so beat, like for a second, we thought about getting another place, but it would just be such a nightmare to pack everything that we're like, all right, we're taking the risk. We're going to sleep in this mold. Yeah. Dude, it was uh i, I kind of like that i like the chaos <laughs> i don't know it's, it's fun a little bit you know it was i like the chaos Pro but i didn't like the moldy solving. airbnb i'll yeah. tell you that much <laughs> of course yeah it was it was fun but anyways we wake up oh should we get we got to give some credit to jordan for the tap water joke we did on luke's podcast he thought that, of yeah, that that was yeah. his yeah but we wake up we go to get jordan. the tap water for the bit and we drive over to a different side of florida not a different side of florida just outside of miami to Colin's house. Colin. <clears throat> shout out Colin. Shout out Colin. He's like Colin. a fitness yeah. health guy. Bro, we should get him on. on we, we got to get him on the pod. He, he seemed really chill. He let yeah. us use his house to film with Luke. So huge shout out to Colin. And we were bumming this whole time, bro. We didn't oh, have yeah. our, like, we didn't film with our own <laughs> no places. No shower, no hygiene. <laughs> no, but we weren't Stinky. even like, we weren't like, hey, you know, whatever guests come on the pod. Like we yeah. have everything set up. It was like, hey, can you come on, but also provide that place <laughs> and, and, and the environment. Yeah. <laughs> so that was different. And I think that that might affect the dynamic. Like I think Maybe. when somebody comes to you, it might be a little different. Like they'll feel you more like confront I guess. them more. <laughs> Maybe. Like imagine if instead of us coming to Iman and getting through his security, he came to the crib and just yeah. popped yeah. over there. It'd yeah, be a he'd feel more like the guest. So, yeah, yeah, he's the guest, Home but in advantage. reality, we're the guest. Yeah. to the yeah. home. And the environment again is massive. So when you come in, it's like yeah, on camera, it's different. But when you're there, yeah. it's we're the guest. We had an audience for that one. Yeah, for we, Elon. Did. we did. We had a, a bunch of guys. boys in the yeah. back. <laughs> we had to perform. First interview, we're performing in front of a live audience. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was. I, I, I'll speak for myself. I was very nervous. I think as the episodes went on, I got a little bit less and less nervous. But especially like in the beginning, and especially right when you meet the person, because for all these guys, I've, I've talked to them like kind of on Instagram or whatever. But I, this is my first time, and your guys' first time meeting them in real life. Yeah. yeah. It, it was. It was stressful i think like we i want to say we were like super nervous i mean every time the lights turn on i get nervous because i have no experience with it but even the cameras and lights aside like just the conversations were pretty mm -hmm. and some of them were intense and it's like hey this is the person i've been watching for a long time and i feel like i resonate with the audience a little bit mm. like i'm not there it's not you know luke vlad and max it's like mm -hmm. luke and vlad but then max <laughs> and tj are just kind of putting an input and luke doesn't know who i am mm -hmm. That's and the thing, yeah. uh, i feel like we're part of the audience more we, we yeah. resonate with them okay and it's like bro we're just like you guys but we're here talking <laughs> to these people and when you're put in that spot it, it does get a little stressful and like what yeah. i even ask what i say you know because yeah, like luke knows you like they, they don't mm -hmm. know you they don't know us that's the thing but it goes both ways though because if you do something silly <laughs> it's like it's kind of bad like you have a whole reputation if i do something silly it's like bro that's that's tj like it's whatever TJ like, nobody knows me, you know? no but i'm sure the dynamic is going to change when we stop doing guests that like i'm personally hitting up like through my personal yeah. network you know once we get into guests that i don't personally know and that they don't personally know me I think yeah. it'll be a different another vibe. excuse for the lack of my performance was <laughs> i think that it was very tough sometimes when it's like you you and seb talking about yeah. you know analytics about youtube and your and your course and shopify and stuff when it's like 
<laughs> I, I don't know anything about that. You know, it's like, let me butt in somehow, you know? Yeah. So um, another excuse. You yeah, know, you talked about getting uh, one of your homies on from the UFC. Yeah. And w when I thought about that episode, I was like, I think that would be a very different conversation because I don't see myself like you have the connection with them, yeah. you know? So I think as we have different kinds of guests, the dynamic would improve. Yeah. Exactly. No, and I'm excited for that too. I mean, yeah. I love the, the, the finance guys and it was the best experience ever, but um, just getting people of different walks of life would be That's super dope be to exciting. have on. Yeah. Um, and just, again, more data sets, brother. <laughs> you know, just getting <laughs> We're about to start glitching. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about glitching, bro. Yeah. I mean, oh, you guys have seen no. this. The Luke. I'm you guys' oh, no. biggest NPC, bro. Oh, man. Let's talk about that. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I think you should lead the conversation on this. I mean, first and foremost, the the, the the episode itself, I really enjoyed it. It was a good conversation. I think it was Indeed. my favorite one. Uh, just watching it back, too. It's very entertaining, very intense, too. I and think it's because we pressed in. We did. That's and what, That's remember, what I'm saying, yeah. When we were we flying out from Phoenix, Arizona, we were uh we kind of talked about it and i was like hey like i feel like we should press in a little bit more uh -huh. and i was like what's the worst that could happen you know i'll just press him He's, he calls me a brokey whatever <laughs> yeah that's why your brother's an npc this and that i mean it is what it is i guess uh -huh. i am but again to rewind a little bit that conversation i think was really impactful for me too like the way mm. he just speaks about everything and he's so knowledgeable i mean bro from the bible to to other aspects and finance and it's like he just knows his stuff and that really inspired me to like just learn more. And I think that's what I spoke earlier about mm -hmm. um, thinking more and pondering more. I think that's where I got it from the most. Yeah. Cause like, he's just really, he's really knowledgeable. And I'd say wise too. Bro, it's the other guests, <clears throat> the other guests, you can kind of get a read on them. You can box them in. You can kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah, compart yeah. to mentalize them in your mind. Luke, I couldn't read it. Bro, like, he's I, a glitch. <laughs> bro, he's he a glitch. Telling you, bro. He's glitching, bro. Like I couldn't like, you really can't put him in a box. You really can't. And and again, we had that conversation and we talked a little bit about drop shipping. Okay, let's let's get it to that. So TJ kind of outed, threw you under the bus for a second there. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. He said, well, we should provide some context with that. So TJ said that you talked them out of drop shipping early on. And that's what made Luke Belmar say, you're like an NPC. NPC. Yes, yes. Your brother's an NPC, which honestly, I he has a really valid point. Mm -hmm. And I, he did follow up by saying that like i was an npc in that moment yeah, you, you um, was was i was you made that clear somebody clarified this but i was operating off of the data sets or like the whatever i the had information the script the, the, the i was script. i was base, basing my answer off of the script that the i script, had yeah and at that point it was like that was a rough time during drop shipping like i had a really sexual store and i was like in between stores and i was like bro this stuff is whack <laughs> like i'm losing money this month uh -huh. don't do it and i and i saw your goofy store bro not, not to <laughs> put you out a there good thing that you it, said. it was one of those goofy stores bro you gotta admit it you were like yeah 16. it was goofy but that's <laughs> going back to what i said like five minutes ago I'm, i was 16 right I failed a goofy store. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. No, yeah. and I, and I really was operating off a, yeah. a default script. There mm. you go. I was operating off a default script of trying it, yeah. it failing at that moment. And then I was like, don't do it, bro. And that's yeah. the best I knew. So it's like, yeah, no. you know, I, I didn't, it is I didn't, it is. I'm an NPC. I didn't mean to throw you on the bus like that, bro. It's all good. We're, we're working through it. <laughs> Let's go. The boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start glitching one of these days. I promise. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think honestly, for me, the most impactful one was also Luke Belmar. I didn't expect it yep. to be, but Luke, it's it's so it's hard to explain it. But I think something that he said that was that resonated with me and that stuck with me was the self-limiting beliefs part. Like we got into yeah. this conversation, like we called him out on him saying that ten thousand dollars a day isn't a lot of money. To make ten k a day isn't a lot of money. He has a viral clip out there, so we're like, brother, what's going on? Uh, and he he clapped back and basically I still disagree that I wouldn't say that $10,000 a day is not a lot of money but I think the premise behind that statement is that you shouldn't limit your beliefs and you shouldn't you shouldn't go into business with that mindset because I know when I made my first thousand dollars a day that was like the most money I've ever seen I've never heard of anybody making that much money you know that was like a completely brand new concept I've never heard of anything like that so to me, that was a huge accomplishment. And then slowly I got to my first few thousand dollars a day in profit. So at that point I'm making like a million a year and that's where I got so complacent. Cause to me, that's already like, bro, that's insane money. A million bro, profit a year. What's a million a year. But you know? that's, see, but that's because of that, I didn't work on my business. I didn't look for ways to improve. What do you mean by complacent? I got, I got to a point where I'm making a million a year in profit. 
That's uh, nothing. That's that's light work. <laughs> that's light work. Exactly. Yeah. But, but if you're me, not looking at, it, if you're like, yeah. yo, I made it. I'm at a million. I could afford whatever I want, and then you're just stuck. Like that's the yeah. hardest thing. Is, is that really how it is? You just kind of like, like whatever. I think because so, right now you're in the in the moment where you're trying to build something and grow some and grow somewhere and get to something. But once you get to a million a year or like ten thousand a month, whatever it is, and you get there, the hardest part is motivating yourself to yeah, yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah, you get comfortable. Yeah, like exactly. I just started maintaining. I stopped looking for ways to work and improve on the business because I was like, oh, this is fine. I don't I don't want to fix what's already broken. Yeah. But then last year. I made a few moves that got me out of that. Oh yeah. And I mm. <laughs> dropped the numbers. I, I, I got into some Luke Belmar numbers. Let's go. And I hit that wall again. So now we're I'm hitting the I'll hit the magic Luke Belmar number. And I don't think there's anything beyond that. But when I think about it, like he's right. You shouldn't limit yourself. There are like money is an abundant resource mm. you know i should operate from a you're place glitching of, right now, i'm bro. glitching you're i should operate from a place of abundance. Oh, get him back, get him back. Like, you shouldn't limit um, like your beliefs like that was that with ecom or with youtube it was a combination combination yeah combination but, but, combination mod <laughs> but bro bef like before we move on from that i think that's it, it's an interesting like phenomenon when you think about it because before we talked to him I was at a weird state of mind. Like I've, we did some research on him. We watched some of his mm -hmm. stuff. I've seen his stuff before a little bit, but we didn't, we dug deeper into it. And it's like, when you're just scrolling through and you see that and you're a teenager or wherever you are, it's in your life. And you see like 10,000 a day is nothing. You know, mm -hmm. if you can't call someone right now and they, and they wire you through 50 <laughs> grand, 23 grand, like that's your net worth uh -huh. or whatever. It's like, it's crazy. It's outlandish, but what, what is more beneficial seeing that and striving for it mm. or seeing like hey you know ten thousand dollars a month is the is the, exactly. is the highest you're gonna get there and you're like at you're you're getting there and it's mm -hmm. like the what, what what drives more action i guess yeah that's true so and, it's like and it doesn't have to be like glitching that could be bro. applied at your own level like to to somebody in the audience maybe five hundred dollars a day is a unfathomable number yeah. and the point is like you shouldn't I guess limit yourself not that you should get into this mindset of every time you hit a new milestone you should go for more and more and more but i know that if i had this mindset of like oh this isn't a lot of money earlier on in my career i would be further ahead right now that's my whole point and i think it was really interesting to hear that from and I'm, I'm about to npc a little bit again back away from the glitching part like <laughs> if you're making ten thousand dollars a month and you're happy with it bro good for you like that's, just just because yeah. luke said it's not enough money like everybody's on their own trajectory and, and on their own goals. Like some, somebody mm -hmm. might want to make $10,000 a day or somebody might want to make $10,000 a, a month. Mm -hmm. Call it a day. Stay stable with that. Have have a beautiful life. Go on hikes. Do whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it, it's just a matter of where you want to get. So like, there's nothing wrong 100%. with being, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit of NPC. <laughs> yeah, to me, I just know that for me, it was out of a place of laziness and like not knowing that there's more out there. Yeah. It wasn't because I was like, Oh, I, I, I want more, 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 yeah. you know, because bro, after these conversations, especially after the Luke one, I was, I was pretty good. I'm like, Hey, you know, my business is doing good. Uh -huh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, you Six know, figures. <laughs> um, and it's like, after that I, on the flight back and it's like a rough flight back, you know, we're just, you know, we're tired. I'm like, bro, like, am I doing enough? Like I felt kind of down almost. And I thought about it. I'm like, Hey, it's, that's good. Use it for fuel. You're, but you're I was growing. just in the mind space that I was yeah. after such a crazy week. It was like, man, like that's. I gotta step it up, you know. You know, which he, I should, but he know. he really talked to you. He, he got you around the neck, like, yo, brother, you got and this, bro. Even off the pot, I really like him. I don't know, like, I have my doubts about some things he says, and it's like I don't know where he's coming from, where he gets his yeah. energy from, and whatnot. But he has a lot of good things to say. And again, he said himself, you shouldn't listen just because you agree with like one thing doesn't mean you have to like listen to everything he says and use it as gospel. But you can just like take things you you see from him and you want to aspire to be like and just the way he was on the podcast he was off like we were cleaning up like taking off and he homie intense. walked up on me smacked me upside yeah. the head no he, he tapped me on the shoulder gave me a hug he <laughs> gave me that. some words i know that hurt, he gave bro. me another data set off the pod like mm -hmm. he's really genuine and like even when we had the dinner with him like he really cares for people that's what i got out of him yeah. mm -hmm. like, he just really really cares about what he's saying like he's not just saying it for clicks and views off the camera he said the same stuff if not more yeah he was congruent like yeah. i expected him to maybe settle down during dinner but he bro was active yeah, yeah. he smacked me around a little bit too <laughs> he's intense but yeah. it's, it's a good thing so yeah. what about you tj what do you think of luke what did you learn the biggest takeaway from meeting luke belmar you know what i'm gonna say huh what are you gonna say 
uh, we gotta take acid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Bro. that was the crazy part. The the shrooms thing. I almost like. I, I don't want to spread that message, you know. Yeah, yeah. no. Which is some, which is something like we got to think about. Like, I guess it's not our fault if somebody, one of our guests, says something crazy. But we are bringing them on and we are giving them yeah. a platform, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little tough, no. especially since we don't have experience with it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not planning on it. Yeah, yeah but no. it's we're, one. We're not doing shrooms, but we're like, not, we, yeah. we don't condone shrooms. <laughs> don't, none of that. Don't, but then, don't. but then, when you we say that, we bring him on and he talks for thirty minutes about shrooms and you know advocating for it, and then mm-hmm. he's like. Well, you can't say anything against it because you haven't tried it and don't limit yourself. Yeah. And it's like, do we want to put that out there? Do we not? But again. But also, we, we did pretty good at, like, attacking him. You said something about, you're like, oh, like, why would you, like, why bit. should you? I said something like, oh, why would you spread that message? Yeah, yeah. So but he was, he's a master debater. That's the thing yeah, about he's, Luke. He's good at debate. I don't know if you want to put this on the internet, but remember when Jordan, uh, yeah, he, he was debating in school. Jordan Welch said that Luke <clears throat> Belmar, uh, we're just gossiping at this point. <laughs> Luke Belmar like was in the debate club at school, and that's yeah. how he learned oh, to yeah. debate. Yeah, but you could tell that like he'd you'd ask a question and he find a way to like skirt around it and like bring it back on you and yeah. hit you with like a trivia question yeah, nah. like he's he's good <laughs> yeah. bro we're glitching a little bit right now but we gotta go and hop in a debate class all of us honestly Imagine i thought about i thought about tapping into an improv class just what, to yeah, get a little that? bit better it's like a bro that's super risk class debate it's class a, is probably it's better. like an acting type of thing <laughs> <laughs> acting for what just to like be better on the spot and like be have better comebacks and like be sharper and quicker with like what you say i think it's it's it's, beneficial. So, it's so much harder than it than it looks you and know, the sometimes moment, like i'll be watching the podcast back at home or like even a different podcast uh-huh. or any content and you're like bro i would have said this i would have said that yeah, yeah. but in the moment it's it's harder bro, it's and, and even more different. so when you're on camera again mm-hmm. i don't want to beat around <laughs> hit the same thing but beat a dead horse beat a dead horse yeah. so you gotta expand my <laughs> vocabulary and but on camera too like well, should I say or should I not? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like there's a little bit more pressure. So I think a debate class would do us good. I think so. <laughs> we, we should look into that. But going back to the flight out of there, that was a absolute nightmare. Like you always hear. So we booked Spirit. It's not, it's not because we're cutting Bro. corners. <laughs> Didn't it's, we have first class tickets? Oh, hold on. We booked Spirit. <laughs> it, we weren't cutting corners. It was just generally the best time for us to leave. So we had to go through Spirit. And yeah. I, I've never flown Spirit. I've always heard like, brother don't fly spirit you know all these rumors on the internet but don't fly spirit like oh, yeah. it was an intense experience you don't even go into the same terminal as different oh yeah. as different flights like, the you back go, rooms do you go into the back rooms before <laughs> yeah. you fly dude it's like it reminded me of the airbnb it was like these low ceilings yeah. like you're about to get it's on it's really a, like the unremodeled part of the airport yeah it's, crazy. it's like <laughs> going back to the 90 like 60s yeah, yeah. part of the airport and so we get on the airplane and it's like bus seats. Like that that yeah. jump was like yeah. <laughs> around. There's plastic in front of you. The yeah. seats are like don't recline at all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a and after all of this, it's like we're so beat. We're bro. so dead. And we get bro, onto like bus this seats. bus seat, bro. So that was definitely an experience. It's the we Fortnite did, bus. We did get first we <laughs> the Fortnite bus. We managed Yo. to get first class spirit on the a way from Fortnite Vegas bus. to yeah, Sac. Really? And that was nice. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's just we got it a bad airplane. That, it wasn't even that bad, honestly. I, oh, <laughs> the the like, terminal was the thing. The plane was shaking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a bit of a nightmare, but I'm glad we did it because to get five episodes out of the way right away, I think that's re- it's a strong start. Yeah, so I think like at the end of the day, I'm glad. Like I don't know if I change much. If, like, yeah, if we could do it differently, what would you do next next podcast week that we have? Um, record a couple episodes. What are we doing differently? Prepare the the scripts way more. Yeah, get more. Well, it's and not. Just, it's not scripted, but <laughs> we just no. didn't we'll have do time. more research on yeah. the yeah. guests. You know, I think yeah. it's like a time thing. We just didn't have the time in between guests to like yeah. re. It was, yeah, we had literally one weekend to like prep for all four episodes. Yeah, but but how are we doing the the next ones differently? What, what's I think, the plan? Well, I think we're not gonna do. I think the move is to go one city at a time and get as many like people as you know in that city. And that way you're not doing all that travel. And the other thing is maybe we can get a studio or like get an Airbnb that's nice enough to where we can film with the guest. So we don't have to do all that setup, go into a new house. The biggest thing was the flight there and out of the city. Yeah. Getting into your Airbnb or hotel, setting up, unpacking, mm-hmm. packing and unpacking all the cameras, the equipment, backing everything up. So yes, if we had like a st- studio setup in each city where it was like, hey, we're here for a couple of days, we're doing a couple of guests, that would have been so much smoother. No flights, no nothing, just come in Vegas tour here we come <laughs> no, don't drop any hits brother no but so I think Vegas. we're also just probably better uh, 
I think we learned a lot from these first few episodes, oh, like yeah. as far Most as how definitely. to interact with the guests and whatnot, and like. You got to interact with the guests. Oh no! <laughs> we have to like after watching it back and like seeing and also seeing like the comments. I think that that's really gonna fuel us. Like we really do yeah. appreciate all of the like the positivity. Like the people, the people <laughs> rocked with it. We got some negativity too, bro. Hey, that's all right, bro. There's not enough negativity. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, honestly, the negativity not that we got was so warranted. Like there mm-hmm. was a couple of comments, yeah. and they weren't even like just straight hate. It was like positive feedback and Literally. like a negative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, not really. It was, it was like, hey, was this crit- is trash, but like. It was trash. Right. Certain parts of it were They trash. just critiqued certain parts yeah. that it's, we need to improve on, was, which yeah. we do need to improve on. And again, on. we it didn't have any feedback. So now that we do, like, we would have done things much, much different. Yeah, I'm really excited for these next few yeah. guests, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, There's a lot of just, pressure, though. <laughs> yeah, I Because now guess. we're talking all this talk, but... Yeah, all right. Well, hopefully we'll be better. <laughs> hopefully a little bit better. Every no, but I was saying, um, <laughs> flying out to every guest, too, that's a lot. You know, I, I really want to do a home setup, like home base, mm-hmm. where people can come to us sometimes. I think we have enough pool for that, Bro, maybe. But I don't know, because the guests we want to get on, we want to punch up, right? So yeah. So it's like, it's tough. Like, those guests, they wouldn't come to Sacramento to be on the pod. Yeah. Like, that, those five episodes would not be possible. Maybe. May, I feel like they could. I mean, I don't know about... Mm. Bro, Iman and Luke are not flying to Sacramento. Just I feel like Iman, just, just out of brand <laughs> image, wouldn't <laughs> okay. fly to Sac. But the other guys, I don't know. Not, not to discredit them at all, yeah. but it's like... Uh, I don't know. Like, would it be worth it, though? Because... It's like they're not getting they, all that much. They would from be it. doing you a humongous favor, yeah. like a humongous favor. And then if they need anything in the future, you kind of got to do the favor <laughs> back, you know? Yeah, I mean Jordan to him for him to fly in from Miami like, or yeah. even Seb. It's not that big of a flight, but it's like it's a big commitment just for the pod. He's not getting all that much out of it. I feel know? like I feel like you're under underestimating yourself too. It's like there's some views self-limiting you know, beliefs oh. it's like they they get a good conversation too you know That's they get true. some exposure i mean we're not bringing in the most insane amount of views but like it's i think it's pretty impressive you know <laughs> yeah, no i'm happy with like the views we've gotten yeah like for a podcast for somebody to listen it's, it's dip podcast views are different than like yeah i was laying there videos. one night and i'm like bro like this isn't a TikTok video, you know, we're like, because I've gotten some views on TikTok videos. It's like, whatever, you know, nobody cares. They just scroll past. Mm-hmm. But like for somebody to tune in for an hour, hour and a half yeah. and watch your podcast and there's thousands of people doing that, it's it's a lot to think about. Like people are actually trying to get something out of it. So I really hope we're bringing value to these people. Yeah. And we'll, well, we're trying to find out what we're going to do because we want to find a mix between value and a little bit of entertainment and like getting yeah. to know the guests, you know, so the memes <laughs> the memes yeah people are loving the memes i yeah. I thought like that was too much but people but, love it yeah that we got to continue move. it's a lot of work but we're gonna c- continue with yeah, those hopefully usually i don't watch the podcast but people i saw some comments where people are like hey usually i don't watch podcasts mm-hmm. i just yeah. listen but because of the memes i literally watch the whole thing <laughs> bro to do memes on a one-hour <laughs> video is pretty insane yeah. but we gotta remember uh jordan commented timestamp Oh yeah, like Jordan watched the bit, one of the podcasts. It, oh, it was like fifty-two minutes <laughs> in, too. Yeah, fifty-two minutes yeah, in. Yeah, and he was watching. I mean, he did. He did admit that he was like a big, big YouTube junkie. He's always yeah. finding people early. He's got a problem. Well, you know, <laughs> it's just product. It's research, bro. That was part of his job. Well, here's here's what I wanted to get into. We got into we got to interview like these five big names in the industry, and I wanted to get into the effects that they're having on the youth because a lot of their audience is young, and so what I'm seeing when I'm like scrolling Instagram is lately i've been getting a lot of these videos pop up where it's like 13 year olds 13 year old entrepreneurs talking about hey i'm in monk mode 13 year old entrepreneurs like posting their daily schedule like wake up go to school parentheses matrix you know and they're and they're like in this hustle mindset and another thing i saw this statistic that said 52 percent of high school students believe they're going to be a millionaire by 25 and like where are they getting these ideas right it's probably from the five uh the five guests that we had on the channel right so it's like what is that a good idea like is this a net positive that and i'm in this boat too like i'm a business youtuber you know so i'm also i know i'm part of the effect like are we having a positive impact on these 13 year old people what do you think of this you're the closest to the age bro (laughs) give us your opinion (laughs) Mm. bro obviously it's a net positive like why would it not be 
Well, well see, it, I think it's a net positive if somebody starts hustling like in high school. But before that, I'm scared that these kids are getting robbed of a childhood. Like too like, young. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want like some somebody to be 13 and thinking like that it's cool to not have friends. Like it's never yeah. cool to not have friends. You know, some of them <laughs> yeah. are like talking about how they're they don't have friends because they're, they're cutting hustling. people off. And yeah. Stuff. Like don't be yeah. cutting out people off because yeah. when you're 13, because and that's an excuse. I think it's also a cop out for people. Like, yeah. oh, I'm grinding so hard, I can't have friends. You yeah. need friends. Yeah. Like you, that that's so important to live a fulfilling life. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just thinking more of like, are these people getting robbed of a childhood, you know? Could be. I mean, it's like, were you getting robbed of your childhood, you know, when you Well, when you I were started really hustling when I was like in high school. So I, okay. and I don't think there's anything what wrong with that. What were you doing that. when you were like 13, 14, 15? Skateboarding. Yeah, skateboarding, I was chilling with were my friends. Were you making videos about skateboarding? Yeah. Wow. I was making videos about <laughs> skateboarding, and it's like, bro, like, uh, what's the what's the thing where where hard times create strong men, and I'm and and strong men create good times and good times, good times create weak men. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I'm not trying to say that's what's happening, but like back in the day when when times were tough, like kids were stepping up and doing their thing. Wow, and I feel like maybe we relaxed a little bit. And now we have to come back and just get into monk mode that's a, <laughs> at 13. Wow, that's actually a good point. I maybe a little bit, that. maybe a little bit of that. I don't want to say it's like, hey, that's that's mm -hmm. what it is. But I think maybe some of like just that's true. Back in the day, you had to step. Around, you, yeah. You're going to war at 13. Yeah. Wow. I'm soft, so maybe bro. Coming back to that, and you're just soft. <laughs> I've got a soft. But but I mean a little bit. You know, of course, it's like because these guys, everybody we've talked to, they're everybody's like 20 to 25 ish, um, and you're talking your experiences in the past couple of years. So you're talking kind of to like. 16 at the earliest so maybe like under that it's a little bit not natural maybe it's not a, the best thing for somebody to be locking in but hey maybe they lock in and they're ultra successful but that's true that's the thing i i was able to lock in because i saw videos of people talking about it so yeah. i wouldn't be here where i am today if i didn't see those videos but what is wealth what is success mm. is it just money that's a good point <laughs> you know like you have to have i think childhood experiences and friends and yeah. like build your personality because if you at 13 like you were way different from 13 to 18 you change a lot mm -hmm. and if you miss those parts of your life and you're just drop shipping <laughs> it's like <laughs> and all you know is how to interact with uh aliexpress suppliers <laughs> dear, and fiverr guys like <laughs> hey dear uh package has exploded uh it's not gonna make it yeah no. so but the other side of that is going back to the statistic of like most people are gonna think they're gonna be millionaires at 25 like are we just gonna have a ton of like what happens if you get to 25 and then you have to be disillusioned that, hey, I have to go to work. Like maybe, cause it's not gonna work out for everyone, right? Yeah. Like the people watching this podcast, it's gonna work <laughs> out for you. You know, you're gonna succeed. Yeah. But what about the people who don't watch Nonchalant <laughs> Podcast? But back to the Luke thing, you know, how he says, hey, 10,000 days easy. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a little bit of this delusion that I think you do need to have to succeed. Mm. Um, but but that's been around too. Again, I'm just playing the, the devil's advocate or whatever, but like, um, back back in like early 2000s you want to be a football player like that's your way to make it that's and true. like plenty of people are they're going d1 they're going to be a football player and like <laughs> yeah. that's that their peak there in mm -hmm. high school so it's like and i think it's more feasible to be su somewhat successful with yeah i wonder drop what the shipping. stats are on that well bro more people have make money with drop shipping yeah. than being a professional football player. i guess yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so but hold up about the kids thing I feel like the, the biggest thing they're missing out on is like uh like friendship, you know. Social the social aspect. Mm -hmm. huh? If they are doing dropshipping, if they aren't doing dropshipping, what else would they be doing? Playing Going Fortnite, out with their friends, playing in the dirt, this, grounding. No, no, <laughs> no, no kid is doing that. They're playing Fortnite. They're on Discord. I guess that is they're, true. They're watching Aiden Ross. They're watching I Show Speed. <laughs> um, but the important thing is is having that friendship. You know, having the the social interaction. So I I feel like it's cool to dropship. As as long as you still have those friends, and as long as you're dropshipping instead of playing like video yeah, games. Yeah, I didn't think about that because it's like the other side of the coin is if they're not watching these people, they're watching Aiden Ross. Exactly. But I think you do have a big point because we just, we're just thinking if you're not dropshipping or doing SMMA at 15, uh -huh. you're outside playing in the dirt, and like the reality is you're not not exactly. anymore. That's true. So yeah. maybe that's what we should be like propagating like hey go out and play when you're 14, <laughs> 15. Not even just play, just go out, do stuff, try mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but but yeah like, yeah that's a really good point yeah the Aiden Ross thing <laughs> that got me thinking exactly so yeah watch well, Bia Hesa I, and Luke Belmar and I guess it. ultimately it's a net positive no 100 percent. that's what I'm saying it's, it's just more of yeah it's either you or Aiden Ross <laughs> which, which one is it bro <laughs> yeah when you put it like that it's 100 percent net positive exactly
Yeah. And how many of those kids are there really, you know? Like what what's the actual prime like median or yeah, what what's the what's the middle age of your audience that's Well, for the podcast it's older. For the podcast, I really? think we're getting yeah. like 20 to 20 to 30 like even a little bit of an audience in like the 30 range. Okay. I think for my like viral attempt videos it's a little younger but for yeah. this podcast it's actually pretty interesting because it's like it leans a little older yeah which is yeah weird. yeah makes sense it's not no no subway surfers no we, we, we talked we tossed them in everyone <laughs> oh yeah we did we, did. we got to <laughs> well the other thing i wanted to talk about was i was early on the quitting youtube wave bro y'all seeing what's going on right now yeah video and stuff not even Jadeon, like a ton of like top creators are quitting YouTube right now, bro. Yeah, like, I was like early on that. Like, I was too early for you're my time. You're, you're a glitch, bro. You're a trendsetter. <laughs> I'm a glitch, Wait, who, bro. Who's quitting? Uh, I think like some OGs. I saw MatPat quit. He's like... Um, there, there's a bunch. Like I've seen people that I used to watch and I'm subscribed or whatever. And um, and now they're like quitting YouTube, quitting YouTube. I saw even... even it got it got to such a point where MKBHD, even, he's not quitting, but he made a video that. about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So it's a big trend right now. And also it's a it's a very reoccurring topic on our podcast. So maybe we should just put an end to that conversation. <laughs> <The quitting. laughs> yeah. I mean, we had the Jordan uh, one where it was like the fake quitting. Why yeah. do you think that is though? And yeah, is that, I mean, I think a is lot, that a new opportunity for <clears throat> up and coming up and coming creators or, or dude, what? honestly, I think there's a lot of opportunity for up and coming creators because yeah. we talked about this on the Jordan, but I'm getting a lot of small channels yeah. recommended to me. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes like, just suggested like 800 views. I get like 17 <laughs> views, bro. Yeah. You're too deep, bro. Get, go outside and touch some grass. <laughs> no, but there's a, definitely an opportunity. But I think with a lot of like the top names that are quitting, they're, they're retiring, bro. They're not even quitting. Yeah. Like they're, they're they, they got bread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bro, it's 2024. YouTube really popped off like 4, 2014, 12, 13, 14. Like that's like the OGs yeah. were really popping off. And it's like 10 years, bro. What if YouTube stops being cool? Oh, well, Mr. B said it's Is it possible? It's not gonna ever die. Like, what if to the next generation, oh, you're a YouTuber? That's kind of corny, bro. I don't know, because all these uh, their statistics were like, all these kids want to be YouTubers. That's where they poll people like in elementary school uh -huh. and like top job is not firefighter, not whatever. It's wasn't YouTuber. YouTube corny back in like 2014. Like, oh, I want to be YouTuber. Like, oh, you're corny. That it was super corny, like, like back like Smosh days. Like that's true. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if you were a YouTuber, you were corny. Yeah, so I guess we, we got some job security. All right, so we gotta we gotta switch up our converse, conversations moving forward. I think because we gotta we beat a, the dead horse with quitting YouTube. We beat the dead horse with college. college. So yeah. what is we gotta uh, get TJ's final decision? What is the verdict on college, brother? Yes. What do you guys, guys want to do with this? After are you gonna do the reveal? Reveal after the reveal. Bring out the hats. We're doing. Who is he committing to? Hats back here. So after long talks with my parents. With Iman, with Sebastian, with Jordan, not with Luke though, but after a long conversation, after deep thinking, after lots and lots of journaling, <laughs> I have made my decision to join the computer science team at none other than Cal Berkeley. Let's go. Let's go. Actually, let's go. Bro, I don't know if I'm dapping you up for that. <laughs> That's some NPC <laughs> I was hoping uh, you'd say Hustlers University or something. I'm not going to Cal Berkeley for the computer science team. Um, no, what'd you really think? I mean, we got a lot of feedback. Uh, Even with in the a lot comments. Of top guys. I, I want to actually bring up an interesting comment I read. I read a comment that said that, like, your plan was kind of off because companies don't want to see a computer science degree from five years ago that. if you're not yeah. actively using it. So that it's not even really a good backup Ugh. plan. So I'm going to be committing to Hustlers University <laughs> for their computer science team. Maybe their social media team, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, Andrew Tate, I'm going to Romania. <laughs> yes, sir. No, but actually, college or no college or undecided? Um, Loki, I'm thinking of, of doing a little a little gap year. Bro's not going back. <laughs> that's what they all say, bro. Nah, and, then, and then after that gap year, we'll kind of see what's up. We'll, Honestly, I think that's smart. I, I was very NPC yeah, yeah. and pro college. Yeah, you were the one person that was telling me like, "Yo, you should think about this." You should think about it, but I think after like really analyzing it. It's true. You do have a lot of entrepreneurial tendencies. Yeah. And like, if you just, I think the gap here is smart. You shouldn't write it off as something that like, oh, I'm yeah. never going to do. Exactly. But if you, That's what Luke said. Yeah. <laughs> if you go hard for the next year, yeah. maybe you won't need college. And like, I, I think you can get away without college. Yeah. And it could be Let's like go. a, like a motivating factor. Like, yeah. Hey, we'll see. I'm going to regroup and check again where I'm at by the, yeah. in a year. And if I'm nowhere where I want to be, then maybe like, you know, yeah, yeah that's college. A, so it could I be like a motivating factor for you to really push it right now. I was, okay, so I was thinking like, yeah, I can go to college. It's going to take one to two hours out of my day every single day for homework. 
And then you brought up the point where once you get to year two, year three, year mm-hmm. four, it's no longer one to two hours a day. Yeah. It's it's this is this is something that you gotta commit a lot of time to. So 100%. my my thing was like, oh yeah, one to two you hours. You can do a it day. on the side. Do it on the side. Um and yeah, like if I do end up making it and I don't end up using the diploma mm-hmm. and then five, ten years passes, I lose all my assets, I lose my tens of millions of dollars, I lose my, my Aventador, and then I wanna use the I wanna use the diploma. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be worth anything. Basically. Yeah, because you put it on your resume, like, "Hey, I have this diploma, but I got it in twenty twenty five. Yeah, but it's twenty twenty thirty, twenty thirty five, and like you haven't ever used it. Zero job experience. Like you probably would be better off by just getting like internships at these places, mm-hmm. and then having a filled out uh, resume um, for the yeah. last five years, showing your yeah. experience. Yeah. Honestly, especially for yeah. computer science. Again, if you want to be a doctor, it's different. It's different. Lawyer, different. But computer science as a backup plan. You could probably yeah. just go through the internship route. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think I, I seen Luke talking. I seen Luke talk, talking about this in one of his IG reels. Okay. He mentioned the fact that you know these diplomas, they keep they keep being produced like mm-hmm. year after year. Do you think there's ever going to be a point where there's going to be too many diplomas, to where they're not really like you know so. oh you have a diploma like oh sick like whatever. There's like a guy right there that did. Have one? I think so. it's like diploma inflation. Mm. I mean, that's what happened with high school. But diplomas. people die and they get rid of. No, I know, but they, I think it gets devalued because, like, back in the day, you have a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. You could actually use that and like get a job. Right now, people with high school diplomas, they're they're using. Uh, what, bro, like you aging GPT. yourself? You talk about the Great Depression right now. <laughs> I guess, but bro, it's like. No, that's true. I think slowly, like slowly, slowly, the high school diploma is not worth as much. So now mm-hmm. you have to have a college degree. Now you have to have a bachelor's degree. And now, like even bachelor degrees, some some places want like masters for just yeah. a basic, almost entry level job. So I think slowly and surely they get devalued. But I've also seen certain jobs they don't care about the, uh, degrees. I've I've heard that. I don't know if that's fact. It depends. The really stable like matrix ones, like if you want to get like a state job, which is super mm-hmm. stable, super secure federal that's where you need that's where you need diploma yeah, but if you're gonna go work for educate.io <laughs> on the team then it's like he's, he's definitely not checking uh for for your diploma or for your resume and yeah diploma. exactly yeah i think i was just a little, i i i might have come off a little bit matrixy with my responses but i'm just worried about telling people that nobody should go to college i don't want to be that guy exactly, i think for yeah. some people who want to pursue education that's great i think if you have entrepreneurial tendencies you yeah. can make it without college and I think knowing you, like you do have a lot of entrepreneurial tendencies where you already have like a business that's running, you know, it's possible. So I don't see like, I could, I think the gap year is a good idea is my point. Yeah. Entrepreneurial tendencies, <laughs> where to watch. And, and I think AP. the people watching, like, you know, if you're cut out for it, I, I think so. Like if you're constantly struggling with getting yourself motivated, if you need motivation and just, you're just not doing anything like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna start this business, but you haven't, I'm gonna work on this business and grow in this way. And you haven't, mm-hmm. then it's like, maybe you, you should be in the matrix, which is like nothing wrong with that. But for some people, yeah. that's a better way out. So I think you watching, you know, if you're cut out for it or not deep yeah. inside, if you really deep, dig deep. Cause it's not, it's not for everybody. Bro, I was talking to somebody recently and it's like the amount of work, again, it depends on which level you are, but the amount of work, most entrepreneurs, self-employed people put in, to make what they could be making just working a normal job yeah. is insane. Like you're working harder, you're working longer, more. Sometimes it just yeah. depends. But oftentimes that's where you end up. And it's like for a lot of people, even myself, it's like I'd rather do that mm-hmm. and just be more free in a mm-hmm. way. Like, yes, I'm working a lot, but I enjoy it. Um, I think for a lot of people, that's that's the better route, even though you're not making like insane amounts of money. But bro, you, you said going to college is matrix. But when it comes to the $120,000 a year salary, 10 bands a month for just clocking into your job eight hours a day. Yeah. You're watching TikTok four hours at a time, four <laughs> hours. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the it's other four hours not is nothing. Horrible, you know? Like, bro. It's but it's a bad option. But that's, it's a matter of what you want to do. Like, do you want to have an impact? Exactly. Do you want to like, be like that, super fulfilled? Yeah. Um, but I think a big argument against that is yes, you do have that easy income, but I'm running into this issue with my wife right now. We're like, we want to go on more trips. But she's on the matrix schedule. Like she needs location to ask, and time freedom. Yeah, yeah. It's about the time freedom. Like I didn't really value this before. Like I started w- before I wanted to start going on trips with her. To where now we got to work around her schedule. Because for me, like I could drop everything and go wherever I want. Well, put her on drop shipping. 
There's a video yeah. that's coming. That's Bro, coming. no way. We're, we're going to talk about Holy that. Yeah, she, she's escaping. She's on her way out the she's Matrix. A little bit. She's going to start no way. A dropshipping video? <laughs> she's going like to start that. glitching. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. That's crazy. No, that's dope. Here that time freedom that is, is big time freedom yeah. is huge bro yeah like the when you can take control of your time yeah i think it's nuanced it just depends yeah know? it's a very it depends on who you are it depends on so many factors that it's tough to give a one size you can't give a one size yeah, fits bro all. i know so many people that would rather be like being a mechanic and work on cars mm -hmm. 12 hours a day rather than yeah. go and clock into an office job and sit behind the computer yeah. i yeah, genuinely yeah. know people like that that yeah. they have normal jobs mm -hmm. and they're always itching to go back and like do something with their with their hands and like uh -huh. for, at, th at that point bro like why are exactly. you working just go go and do your your, yeah. your mechanics I and mean, a lot of people that's do that right. and they love it but to cap off this conversation you're taking the gap year that's your final answer i got the bus down ap i don't need no college <laughs> bro got the iman watch the iman snoopy iman timex let's go i got a little Ooh. prop don't worry about this drop out boys <laughs> drop out boys let's do fan mail we got fan mail Yo, let's do fan mail. We got some fan mail. I don't know how they found our address, bro. And okay. The mailman already opened it up a little bit, but but take take a look. I'm I think, opening it. Yeah, I, I'll, let's have you open it. You're the box opener person. Okay, the, bro. What is this? Is this actual fan mail? Bro, it's fan mail. It came in the mail, bro. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I didn't buy it, so I don't know. It, it came in, bro. Bro, I'm scared. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's crazy. Crack open, bro. <laughs> Crack it open. Did you get this? <laughs> Uh, you know, fan mail. That's actually too. <laughs> That's we too got you the polo socks, bro. The pearly whites. Oh man, nah, that. Yo, show, show them the socks. Show them the socks. Sock check. Let's do the sock check. <laughs> I don't know. The nah, episode one was crazy. I had the the socks on. Let me explain the joke. It's not gonna be funny when I explain it, but I feel uh, like a lot of people saw it and they know what this is. Yes. What this is about? Yeah, <laughs> I had the dirty socks in episode one. And <laughs> I was sitting a little crazy, uh, but now I can have some fresh socks. That's Thank you cool. to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to the fans. Tag, shout That's out actually tag. too funny. No, it really is. No, we really need to. It's it's so interesting how you notice stuff. Uh -huh. um, like we didn't even think about that. Like the, the toe curl. No, we had some was, sussy positions. <laughs> The toe curling positions, like bro. Yeah, let's go crazy. It's nuts. It's yeah. something to think about. You know, I, I've been, I've been it. actively trying to think about that with this spot. I a little bit. Yeah, just keeping yeah. your legs closed yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with, I, mean, the legs. I don't think they've seen the bottom of my socks. You guys have had implanted. <laughs> TJ might have curled his toes again. I don't yeah, know. TJ loves. You, you doing can't. That. I don't know, can you see the this part? No, Strategic positioning. That's why you were sitting there. You can't see it. Oh man, bro. Speaking of the tap water, we had that bit with Luke, where it was. He's a big spring water only, no plastic containers, mm -hmm. no tap water. That's the biggest thing. Um, and, and we did that bit. We, we brought in tap water. But I never even thought about it. Like, I don't drink tap water. And I, whenever I go to a store and I buy water, mm -hmm. it's spring water. But I just prefer the taste. I never thought about how a lot of people actually be drinking tap water. And, like, pure, they love purified water. Like, the other waters don't taste as good. <laughs> you think there's <laughs> something to it? I think that, bro, like I've I been, mean, I'm trying to tap in a little okay. bit and I'm, I'm trying to find a good spring water source into where mm -hmm. they can bring it to me in glass containers. None of that plastic, big, big thing. Uh, I want the real spring water in a glass container. So if anybody has a source, let me bro, know. See, that's the thing. <clears throat> let me go on a rent here, bro. Yo, somebody clip this. So, <laughs> so like if, if you're really trying to do, you know, you know what I'm going with this. So if, if you're really trying to do spring water. I recommend cutting out the other stuff in your life first. So, mm. I don't want to cutting out. Bro? I don't want to throw you under the bus here. What again. are we cutting okay. out, bro? We'll, we'll do me as a, as an example instead. So, <laughs> let's say, um, oh, like, oh yeah, Sigma monk mode. Like, I want to wake up at five a.m. in the morning, journal, workout, cold plunge, sauna. First things first, I got to cut out my my diet, my my habits of eating mm. the candy, low hanging fruit, Coke, huh? The low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah exactly. before you could build your table or whatever, you got to take stuff off of it with yeah, the diet. Yeah, yeah no, like, Luke, Luke was saying this, and he was cooking, bro. Yeah. This, this is a clip. This is a yeah. Luke clip, but he was cooking. Like, you're talking about, oh, I got to do this and this, wake up 5 a.m. You got to, bro, you, you take got, a shower once a day first, Bro, TJ. the laziest. <laughs> <laughs> the shower. <laughs> the shower. And he was also talking about. Um, the laziest thing, the sleep. Going to yeah, sleep on sleep. time. That's what I'm saying. Like, first, instead of, instead of going, getting spring water, like. <laughs> like no, I've been tapping it. I've been actually doing better. The one thing I want to kind of get into is me personally, I don't know what it is about me. Like I'm mm -hmm. always struggling with it. I'm always so 
always 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 so always. in and out of it like mm -hmm. i'll be on top of it cold plunge perfect water perfect diet month in i'm out you know uh -huh. how do you fix that do you guys are you guys better with that or is that like something that everybody struggles with i think it's everybody like i i'll go through phases too where i'm wearing the aura ring i'm like locked in locked in and then i'll go like scroll till 2 a.m for three days straight that's what i'm kind of thinking because you're saying don't don't focus on that just do the basics of the first but i feel like even though it's probably better for me to slowly and surely like implement more and more things and lock yeah. in but when i go hard and i do Yo. everything right every other time that i fail again then i come back and i'm a little bit better and i'm a little bit mm -hmm. better and i'm more consistent so like i remember before when i got that cold punch for my birthday like i just did it for a little bit stopped but now i'm like i'm back on it i've been pretty consistent all year so far really um yeah every morning cold plunge um like the water thing i'm doing a little bit better mm -hmm. uh the sleep thing the aura ring but it's like how much can i do before i get back into the matrix mm -hmm. <laughs> see that's the thing like for me personally i used to have like a one hour morning routine like oh you gotta you gotta do this you I gotta do that, that right you gotta do that but for me personally I, I literally i wake up within five to ten minutes i'm already working you know before it was <laughs> oh an hour and 30 minutes and then i'm working but now mm -hmm. it's five to 10 minutes and I'm, I'm already working, right? Like, okay, but are I you feel, neglecting the other aspects of your life? Like your diet, your stretching I, or whatever, I, grounding? I, I'd say that that's the thing though. I kind of work first and then I start doing other stuff. So I think in this case, my work is harder than my morning routine. Okay, you, you but what I'm saying? But with that strategy, how is your sleep schedule? It's, I mean, is it good? Yeah. Really? Bro, I think that's a good, that's a good strategy to have on your way up. But like when you want to go to the next level, I was listening to uh, Jeff Bezos on Lex Friedman and Jeff Bezos, the billionaire, trillionaire, maybe even he said he putters in the morning. So instead of doing what? he putters, I oh, didn't know what that nah. means either. I know you watch his TikTok, but <laughs> exactly. He instead of like going in and doing all this work, he spent some time to think like he'll go grab a coffee. He'll like read the newspaper. He'll walk around. He'll do some deep thinking that you were talking about, you know, yeah. so I think you do need to do that in the initial stages where you do got to lock in and grind and grind and grind, yeah. but you can't always be doing that. If you want to get to the next level at some point, you got to have those moments where you step back and you putter. Mm. The Jeff That's Bezos method, bro. Yeah, well, I feel like putter. I still do that. It's just a little later on since it's easier, but I'm sure Jeff's work is harder too, you know? So it's interesting why he does the easier part first and then the harder part later. Nah, bro, you're doing cold punch, I'm puttering. There's the new wave, puttering all 2024. Puttering, bro, just sitting there. That's, I'm just using this weird. as an excuse to not work. If I putter too hard, I might fall back asleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. I'm about to hop on Instagram reels first thing in the morning. <laughs> no, but I'm puttering, cooking, bro. bro. Trolls I'm aside, puttering. I've actually been, I'm charging my phone in the bathroom, bro. Oh, really? I, okay, so this Wait, is crazy. How, how do you wake up? This is so matrixy. I have, uh, I'm probably throw up a picture of it. It's like a little half circle alarm clock mm -hmm. and it plays music oh. in the evening and stuff and it has a little red light npc um bro. and then it's like a cool alarm in the morning so it's like an alarm clock basically and i have that set up like let's say i'm waking up at 7 30 mm. or whatever eight o'clock <laughs> i've never done <laughs> let's be real bro. i 10, do 8 30 8 30. you know let's say eight <laughs> i'm shooting for eight so i put eight o'clock on that alarm clock mm -hmm. and then i have another alarm on my phone which is in the bathroom full blast and it's at 802 mm. so i have two minutes to actually get up and walk mm. over there, turn it off, and I'm already by the sink, and I wash my face, whatever, and I'm up. Because if I if I don't do that, and I've done that a few times, where like I smack that alarm clock, I go back to sleep. Next thing you know, the crazy alarm is ringing <laughs> in the bathroom, and it's like the open one the in the master, and it's just going crazy. Everybody wakes up, and I have to run there get it. Mm -hmm. So like either way, I'm getting up and turning it off. Yeah, I I've been like I don't like that I have my phone next to my head when I fall asleep. Like I do think there's some coming out of this, bro. bro there's some yes. sussy. There's some sort of waves That's that are coming out of this. But I love having a podcast as I fall asleep, bro. That still? <laughs> yes. Bro, you got to stop. <laughs> I love it, bro. It's, it's, I'm an addict. Be bad, bro. How are you sleeping? It just It's it? so nice. Like, you got Graham Stephan speaking your bro, ear as you I'm fall asleep. I'm telling you, get that clock thing that I have. This is not a brand deal. Mm -hmm. Get that. Because you smack the top of it and you set all your settings on the app. Uh -huh. And it could play, like, music. Or it could play, like, you could play whatever you want through it. And it plays, like, calming music or crashing waves. Can it play Joe Rogan? We could Jeff probably that. bro you can't be doing that <laughs> but I, that could replace it you know you, you, maybe like, i put my phone on charge so now i can't be scrolling before bed so like mm -hmm. what, i put it there i put you don't it there scroll before bed i'd be scrolling by the sink sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Yo. but like once i'm at, but realistically once i'm like done scrolling by the sink i put it down 
and I lay down in bed, it's like over. Like I'm not about to, bro. Like I'm not about to get up from bed. Yeah. And go in like in my bathroom and scroll again. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's insane. But then I'll just once I'm in bed, the phone's away. I have the alarm clock playing, uh, like little calming wave mm-hmm. waves and whatnot. Go to bed, um, then wake up in the morning with that other strategy, and like it'd be insane to just get up, pick up my phone, and walk back to scroll. Think, yeah. So. There's nothing crazy about that. <laughs> You'd be on that? Uh, just a little bit in the bathroom, you know, just... Yeah. But no, from, with that, just that, that routine of, like, going to sleep on time, waking up early, doing the lazy thing first, with some assistance, of course. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that. And then, like, bro, the cold plunge, um, I've been doing that. Again, it's more like, I don't know the health benefits too much. I just mm-hmm. I just have to do it at this point. You're just an NPC who follows TikTok advice. <sighs> basically okay. yeah okay. but yeah, yeah. i'll tap in with the cold plunge i'll do the water like i'll drink bro I, even after the cold plunge i'll be grounding bro <laughs> and it wasn't even intentional at first like at first because the way it's set up in my backyard i have it right outside my master so like i just literally get out of bed do the phone thing go in the cold plunge and then by the time i'm doing that the sun is already like covered by the house a little bit because uh-huh. it's a little over so i'll do the cold plunge in the shade and then to get out and get warm uh-huh. i'll get out and get in the grass and that's where See, i have the sun that's what i'm talking about it's like <laughs> you're doing the grounding but then four hours later you're having like chipotle with like a coke but see I, but then after doing all of that it kind of motivates you to not do the coke mm-hmm. like i guess so yeah i already did so much i'm not about to have a coke i'll still have a coke once in a while yeah. but like i'll be getting just water like chipotle is not bad whatever like no red 40 the, no the no talkies dies, the dynamite no, none of that no more i promise no you. more all right bro, if, if i see that it's, it's we're we're I'm 24 days in the thing i haven't had red 40 bro no fizzy least, drinks no no fizzy drinks <laughs> no, Only fizzy drink. no cake pops you can have you can have sprite sprite has no dyes that's a fizzy it has drink, no bro. it has no dyes i had drink. one sprite nah, <laughs> but i don't know just doing little things here and there and just kind of trying to improve on that yeah um working out and whatnot but we got to get gary brecca on Gary Brecker? Oh, he was just on I heard, Yeah, and, and he's like a Miami guy, so all okay. the Miami boys were talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was on full set. And he everything I just I just talked about, basically, he okay. talks about. So I'd love to have him on. I don't know. I don't know if that's a far shot or, he, or if he'd be um, willing to come to Sacramento. We just got to start doing outreach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about him flying over, but we do have to take outreach. Because so far, it's been just me DMing some people. But I think we actually got to go through, like, the traditional methods. Some of these people, you have to go through their, like, booking yeah, manager or whatever who's your who's your dream guest brother after actually doing some interviews i, I haven't thought about this mine's andrew tate <laughs> that would be good andrew tate please or, i'd love to or tristan to andrew tristan yeah or, or both of them both i mean if you're round going table. out there you might have to do both yeah a round table would be really fun though like just like 10 entrepreneurs <laughs> Like a little Shopify Shopify panel, Shopify dropshipping panel. I can see that the fresh and fit, but but Shopify dropshipping. <laughs> no, I want to. I honestly like yes, those big guests would be dope, and I really hope we can get them on. But mm-hmm. I just want to get people on that are actually interesting to talk to and like mm-hmm. things that we're interested. In. I think that's the best conversation. Yeah, like I want to get Gary Breck on so they can he, he can convince you guys on that morning routine too. <laughs> um like get no. trahan on ryan trahan like I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan I'm, of his work bro same <laughs> i hope we get him on i'm really excited to get out of just doing finance based guests yeah me like too it, me too like not the, not like we loved like we really appreciate all the people that came on but it would be i think interesting to have a conversation where it's not as like money focused yeah and again like everything again we learned so much but mm-hmm. your whole life has been just finance finance yeah. youtube so it's like very I doubt you're learning that much, mm-hmm. but just talking to somebody outside of it would be so great because then it's a whole different perspective. Yeah. Like I see Ryan Trahan like whipping a minivan, bro. <laughs> like that's fire. I want to see yeah. like what what goes on in his Wait, head. Actually, yeah, all his videos. He's like in a little. He like he likes his Honda Odyssey or whatever. Bro, got the oh. Lambo off camera. Bro. He, maybe he does. That's a, that's what I want to talk to him about. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's like no, just getting cool. different perspectives. Yeah, and it's it's also a lot of the people we interview. Like we have a lot of the same beliefs. I'm excited yeah. to for someone to actually kind of challenge our beliefs. You have know? some contention with them. Yeah, a little more contention. I think that would be good for us. Yeah, and the biggest thing I learned from all of these interviews is 